The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. You're welcome back to The Hard Shoulder. Kieran Cuddy with you until seven o'clock, and it's time for this. Winners and sinners on The Hard Shoulder. Yes, that's right. Keith Walsh is with me, the writer and broadcaster. Alison Curtis, presenter of Weekend Breakfast on Today FM. Some of us are hot-footing it out of here to the uh, News Talk Today <laughs> FM joint Christmas party. Yes. And others. I no offence, it's been in 98. I'm dressed for it. I'm ready for it. <laughs> You're not going? Um, no. Oh, Alison. Well, you have to work in the morning, yeah, exactly. I guess. Um, yeah. What's... I didn't oh, get the invite. Oh. oh, sugar. It's not just contributors, What time is it? Yeah, sorry. Can't I don't we? even know where it is. I think there's a contributor party, but that's somewhere else. <laughs> oh. We don't go to that. <laughs> if Alison doesn't go to the staff one, she's not going to the contributor one. <laughs> <laughs> the contributor party is like 15 minutes long. Yeah, and it's under the bridge over the canal. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Okay, cool. Anyway, are you not into the Christmas party thing? I haven't gone in so long. Uh, I don't know. I actually forgot it was on. Someone at work mm. earlier today was like, are you going tonight? I'm like, where? <laughs> Isn't that terrible? Um, Socializing with work, people you work with, is that the problem? No, like, I, no, I've always loved that. I've, I, it really is, I'm on air tomorrow really early mm. and I don't trust myself not to go wild. Mm. Oh, that wild Canadian streak will come exactly. out in her. Um, I'm not great at the old socializing with colleagues, Keith. I kind of think, you know, Oh, you see, the, I work with them straight like, away. Like to hang around them colleagues. Yeah, not friends. Yeah, yeah. So you <laughs> yeah. don't have work friends. You've colleagues. Yeah, I've got people I'm slightly more uh, collegiate with right. than others, but yeah. they're you've colleagues that you're closer to. Yes, and you exactly. might invite, fight in more, and then you've got say hello to them. Yeah, a couple of times a day. Colleagues. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a hierarchy of colleagues. There's, I think that's fair, isn't it? Look, you you, you spend a lot of time <laughs> with them. <laughs> Just write you down like your everyone. top five. <laughs> yes. And, okay. And you won't read it out, right? I just okay. Okay. I'll write them down. Yeah. And then after the next ad break, you can have a look through them. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. That sounds good. <laughs> um, until we get there, we better get on with things and pick our uh, first winner of the week. So, Alison. Pasta. Pasta. I love pasta. And it's been given a bad name for many years for being. When just... you were growing up, would you have said pasta or pasta? I don't like pasta. I like pasta. What okay. do we say over Who here? Who says pasta? I know, just like, I would have Some kind North of... North Americans do. Yeah, I would have oh, thought okay. you might have from... I think I always said pasta. Okay. But it's always been given like a bad name as kind of a food that is not good to eat if you want to lose weight, basically. Carbs. Carbs. You know, but spikes the sugar. I was delighted to read this this like... week and loads of publications are talking about it. So basically, it's better for you than you think, but there's factors there like portion control, okay. which I am not good at no. when it comes to pasta. Ha- hang on a second. <laughs> you know when you cook pasta, you've like, is there three in the ho- in your house? Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. so what, there's like, there's three, four in our house. Yeah. I think, mostly. <laughs> And it, you always make enough for 20. Oh, yeah. Like, definitely. what is the story? Yeah, Measuring yeah. I know. pasta. Yeah, it I is. Know. It's supposed to be a handful, isn't it? Yeah. Which exactly. I never do because I think, oh, that looks like a handful. But then I do this. I put it into a bowl and go, that's going to fill the bowl. But it's like, no, Alison, it's going to expand. So then yeah. anyway, I, I overcook <laughs> as well. But basically, they've realized two women have done lots of studies. They've looked at 38 separate studies okay. that it's actually how you cook it and how much you eat. So that's kind of given. So al dente is what we encourage people to do with their pasta, which is slightly not overcooked because then the starch is still there and then it makes it a low glycemic uh, food, which means okay. that it 
it means your blood sugar doesn't spike. So if you eat it, you're kind of staying satiated for longer. Oh, very good. But there's a woman called the Pasta Queen I've had on the show a few times, and she's Italian, and she basically looks like Sofia Vergara from Modern Family, so that's a good start. Right. And uh, she cooks loads of pasta dishes, and I got obsessed with her channel, and I've been making so many dishes. And it's delicious, like, and there's so much you can do, but I would put... Like a lot of veg in it, but it's okay. a bit down to Porsche control and El Dante. So people are saying it's not bad for you anymore. So if you're thinking about making pasta tonight for dinner, go for it. Oh, um, don't so feel guilty. Don't feel guilty. Have it without the guilt. <laughs> uh, tell me one dish then you've learned from the pasta queen. Uh, okay, I love this one now that it does involve butter. It's leeks and butter and peas. So you're cooking your leek first. And then the mm. key to this is keeping your pasta water and mixing it in with two different any cheese that you want like parmesan cheese and making like a slightly creamy sauce with the vegetables through it I want it now it's delicious so sorry leeks peas yeah. but, but where you so you cook the leeks in a frying pan you're cooking separate. your pasta totally separate yeah, but, but keep the water some of it not a lot of it okay and then you mix all the vegetables it doesn't look that appetizing together. that water no it doesn't but you, once you get it mm. creamy with all the cheese it is and salt and pepper lots of salt and pepper yeah okay it's super tasty honestly when I was making it first I was like I don't know how this is going to turn out and then I was like I love it yeah and I've made it loads everyone loves butter I think yeah, is, exactly. is basically what it comes yeah. down to butter <laughs> and cheese I don't forget the, the pasta actually it's just all those dairy <laughs> products I don't be the party pooper but you've, you know, you've, you've just said the pasta's good for you and then thrown in a load of cheese and butter yeah yeah I well, know everything in on. moderation everything in moderation right? I eat plain pasta you don't. Just dry pasta. You're not one of them. <laughs> Doesn't even cook Just it. Plain pasta. Yeah, I don't even, yeah, exactly, yeah. If you make pasta and then put it in cold water, it lowers the GI of pasta so you can eat it and it won't spike your sugar. Yeah. So you can make a salad, a uh, pasta salad. That's the thing. The okay. other thing is What if you want it hot? You microwave it then afterwards. Well, Alison's the expert on hot pasta. Yeah, well, no, cold pasta cold actually pasta is better guy. for you too. They were saying if it's let, sat cooked for a day, its nutritional value goes up. The first time I cooked spaghetti in front of my now wife, mm-hmm. I picked out a bit of spaghetti and threw it at the tile in the kitchen. See if oh, it would see stick. If it stick. In her dis- and she was disgusted. What the hell are you doing? I used I to said, do that too. That's how you know if it's cooked. <laughs> uh, it's not just me. No, no. I do too. That's, that's a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, now it's a thing, isn't it? I've never done it. But why would I be throwing food at the walls of the house? I know, you know I what know. I mean? It's I a just, real thing you did just in your one 20s. strand of pasta. Huh? I, yeah. I did it when I was in my 20s and I realized that's kind of a dumb thing to do. <laughs> just taste it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it just dirties the wall. You've I was just trying to show off. Spaghetti on the wall. Yeah. And backfired. Oh, no, you're still married. No, you're still married. It works. Yeah. Despite that. Despite yeah, that. Despite pasta is your winner of the week. Yeah. A noble winner. Keith, who's your winner of the week? And pasta, of course, only came to Ireland in the 90s, I think. 92, I remember. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> certain food my yeah. granddad would never eat I know it's it's slightly different uh, but he wouldn't eat rice with yeah. a dinner He because rice was a dessert when they were kids you oh. just got rice pudding yeah. that was how rice came and he just couldn't it just it felt wrong to him to have like it felt you know, foreign yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so if he was if, if he was there in our house my mother would have to cook potatoes for him to have whatever oh. the the rice that we were all can't eating. Can't go wrong with, with potatoes. So. Yeah. Kind of going, well, this is a, this should be sweet. Why is it being served? Yeah, uh, I know, guess it'd be, I guess it'd be like if we got older and they started putting kind of tiramisu with your steak, you know, <laughs> and, and our kids would be like, just you know, eat it. You know, Alison doesn't eat tiramisu with her steak. <laughs> it's tiramisu like, you know. sugar, so it's yeah, just exactly. like plain tiramisu. <laughs> Sounds delicious, actually. Look, my winner of the week, and I got in early, Alison, uh, is Shane McGowan, mm-hmm. because I presume you might have picked yeah. as well. So I was like, oh, I have to, I have to get in uh, quickly. Um, but yeah, I think uh, just I'm sure you've you know will be and have been speaking about him. But uh, what a legend! Mm-hmm. Like, forget about like we we are we are great great country of producing poets and writers and all that kind of stuff. But Shane McGowan, hands down, the best poet 
yeah. ever, I think. Um, just his way with words, his you know ability to express things in a way that you never knew they could be expressed and mm. like is exactly what you kind of feel like should have been said. His ability to make you cry, like listen to Rainy Night in Soho, yeah. um, uh, listen to that and tr- try not to cry or certainly f- go to a place where, you know, because it's, he, he, it's the imagery and you're like, you're there with them on the streets and, you know, even... Um, uh, that song, what's it called? It's, it plays at Christmas. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but even they that song. They wanted to get to number one uh, well, in his uh, memory. But it does every year, doesn't it? I don't know if it does I think every year. It's a feat, year. really. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but that's beautiful, you know? And like, just the. the, the like, and have you ever seen that documentary on the making of. No, of the song it's really interesting because like he's got different versions of it, and then it, you can see it evolve. And then uh, Steve Lillywhite uh, yeah. was married to uh, Kirsty McCall, um, so she he just said, well, "We'll get Kirsty to give this bit a go and see how it goes." And 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 Shane was like, "Oh, this is perfect, brilliant." She died around Christmas too, didn't she? Yeah, I think Kirstie so. McCall I can't remember did. what year it was. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I mean it could be like. Could it be twenty years ago? Now? Yeah, it no, could be. I don't think it was that long. Ago, yeah. Anyway, the other thing is like it's like. <laughs> The Shane, Sinead, Dolores. Oh, I know. And I'm like, like what? what's going on? Christy Dignam this year as well. Christy. So what's going on? Like what? It feels very empty now, doesn't it? Like it feels hollow. Yeah. Like but... I was just in Galway when the news broke. A friend, I was basically making fun of the two friends I was with having Apple watches and it broke. But I actually was talking about him the night before saying he's extremely unwell. It's really worrying. And then the news broke. And I was just like, I feel empty. Like Sinead, I still think about it almost daily. I'm yeah. not being, I'm not exaggerating about that. Like that as a celebrity death really, really hit me. And I'm just like, now it's all these, these three incredible people. Mm. It's just, it's too much sometimes. But, 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 but you kind of feel like, are we not, are, is it a diff, is it such a difficult industry or is it like, like what's going on? Is it that they're so talented that they also have this other side that they have to try and, mm. you know, cope with and, and, and sort of medicate with? It's just, it's, it's interesting the three like absolute stonewall legends, legends and such yeah. talent. And like, I think what we do is we, we, we put these people on a pedestal within a box and if they step outside of that box, we're very hard on them mm-hmm. and we expect so much of them. Now, Shane didn't really seem to care so much about that and that's what made him so great. He just did his own thing, which is admirable. But the likes of Sinead and Dolores, you feel like, you know, were we too, was it too much? Were we too hard? You know. Well, lots of people have said that about Sinead since she passed, is that now everyone's in love with her, but they didn't build her up or support her when she was actually alive. When she alive. was alive, yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's a great story, Sinead turned up at uh, Shane's house when he was on the H. She was trying to get him off. She was dressed as a priest. And she told him, because you're a Catholic, you have to do what I say. And uh, he, he kicked her out of the house. <laughs> I think she told the cops about it. She tried to get him off yeah. it, you know. And yeah. She thought, well, this is the right thing to do. I'm going to tell the guards and all. But So they fell out. But, like, you, you know, you can see how, how yep. she was trying to do her best. I just, Shane, I just think, you know, um, yeah. He's incredible. Well, when yeah. you listen to the Pogues, you feel like you you understand more about Ireland, I think. Mm. Does that make sense? So I listened to them loads before I moved over here. And then it, when I moved over here, things were familiar to me because I, I think I'd listened to the Pogues. Okay. Possibly, yeah. yeah. Well, he, do, like, he, he definitely paints the picture. And obviously they used to do, they'd cover classic Irish songs as well. And he definitely brought Irish music somewhere else. Mm. I think, you know, some, I, I guess on, we knew how big Sinead was around the world, I think. Think. I think most people did. I'm not sure I realised quite how big the Pogues and Shane McGowan. I knew they were big here. Mm. I'm not, uh, you know, uh, but uh, like it was. I found out you were saying your friends at their Apple Watch. Uh, New York Times was the first push I got to say that he had died. You know what I mean? Like yeah. so they pushed out. I don't know how many millions of people all around the planet 
get push notifications from the New York Times, but they're all getting that Shane McGowan has passed away as kind of I this huge like bit huge. of breaking news. I don't think I really realised that... And got there huge here and huge among the kind of London Irish community and the Irish community abroad and the diaspora. But I'm not sure I kind of appreciated that, you know, some Italian American who had nothing to do with this country would actually just think, oh yeah, the Pogues, they're great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Shane McGann was such a, a huge figure and uh, uh, just uh, just didn't really care. And that mm-hmm. was that, that 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 was even you know made him even better. Yeah. Do I want to up age all of us a little bit? Okay. Oh, Christine McCall died 23 years ago. Oh, God. Mm. Right. Mm, December 2000. Wow. Anyway, anyway, listen, um, she sadly missed, actually, a Christine McCall song was uh, added to Tom Dunn's classic songs in the Hard Shoulders playlist uh, only last week. I suspect uh, Shane McGowan of the Pogues might be next week's uh, edition. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk. Eamon, thank you very much for listening to The Hard Shoulder. Uh, Keith Walsh and Alison Curtis are both still with me. So, Alison, what's on the show this weekend, given you're blowing off the uh, Christmas party for us? We're actually going to be... Um, hangovers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. How to cope with a nasty... Yeah. We're going to be looking at the Priscilla movie that's going to be out in January and have a little prize. I don't think I should plug prizes on your show um, to tie in with it. So what good. Priscilla movie? It's the Sophia... I can never say her second name properly. Coppola. Coppola. You know, yeah, Cop- Francis yeah, Ford Coppola. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Daughter. I have problems with names. This is great. Um, yeah, it's a brand new movie, but it's based on Priscilla's book from a good few years ago now. So it's all her perspective. All oh, right, okay. Elvis, yeah. Priscilla. Yeah. Yeah. Priscilla in her own right. Yes, exactly. But that was just my... I thought it was like Priscilla, Priscilla Queen. Queen of the Desert. Yeah, was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, they're not going to remake <laughs> it, are they? Don't ruin it. <laughs> Don't ruin it. Yeah, that. Anyway. a good idea, actually, because, yeah, yeah, didn't really enjoy the Elvis one. All oh, right, okay. Um, who's your sinner of the week? Drones. Oh. Okay, so... Right. Uh, it was just yesterday. Santa will be bringing quite a few of these now. <laughs> yeah, watch Around out. the country. Just yesterday on the lovely beach just north of Salt Hill in Galway, a massive drone went over us and my one friend actually did a rude hand gesture to it. And No one can see us. Do it. I, were just so, I was just like, it's so irritating, <laughs> the sound and everything. So then I was like... Like, I'm going to look at the laws, like a nerd, about drones in Ireland. Because one of the top laws is you have to always ask permission from the property owner. But they're always going over my house and no one knocks on my door and says, can I put my drone over above your house? So I I don't get them. I don't know what they're for. And this is coming from a woman who puts half her life online. And I shouldn't maybe be that concerned about my privacy (laughs) or privacy. But But the other half you want to keep to yourself. Yeah, walking on the beach in Salt Hill. But it's so irritating. And there's two women swimming and... Like, they were in their swimsuits and, like, obviously swimming, like, they brave the water. But it's like, do they want that above them? Like, it's just, what is the deal with them? And so why do people like them? The ones go over your house, are they, like, big ones, like, commercial things? Or are they No, because just... I, I think they're not. No, I think they're personal ones, which All right. are the ones that need permission. Yeah. Deliveroo? Yeah. What? Do they use them? I don't know. Have they started? I don't think they've started. I think there was a story. There was a company, Mana, is it, who were going to start doing it? I'm not sure if they're yeah. doing it again. No. Because like Alison blocked them. I blocked them. Yeah, she there's wouldn't let them over at her house. <laughs> there's a lot of laws around it, but I don't think these people are following them. Basically. Yeah, it's kind and of laws. Really annoying. The wild, it's the wild west up there. The sound is annoying. Well, I don't know. What do you think about them? I, I mean, I, I think they're used. I think they're good if you work in 
the movies or, you know, if you film TV yeah. or whatever, they're handy because, you know, it's very expensive to get an overhead shot. And, and you can imagine the noise of a helicopter if it was in uh, Galway that day. That'd be a lot noisier. Um, so I, I think they're handy and they probably cut down on costs for making, you know, for cool yeah. shots of but Ireland. all these people you know? are not filming maybe above my house. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what you think. Oh, maybe. There's a there's Someone's an Instagram a documentary. You mean you don't follow Alison <laughs> Curtis back garden on, on Instagram? <laughs> oh, oh, it's, a, it's an amazing do account. <laughs> do you find them annoying? I um, yeah, you know, we don't get an awful lot of them in Kilkenny. Okay. Yeah, you get them around the castle, people would be flying them maybe. Yeah. You know, again, they're kind of doing what they suspect are kind of cool shots that they I put up online. I just think whoever, you know when you're like, you see someone and you go, we're not going to be friends. I feel like I'm like that with anyone with who a, has a drone. A drone. You see, a droner. Okay. Yeah. If, we ever see them, if we ever see them in Newbridge, we try and throw our spears at them. Oh yeah, the wild natives. She scares them. Yes, away. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's my sinner drones. How do they get the person inside? That's what I want. Uh, yeah, how do they squeeze them in? Um, Keith, who's your sinner of the week? I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Oh, it's awful. Boom. Boom. Done. I think it's. I was going to say jump the shark, but I don't think it has jumped the shark. No, they've eaten one of them. <laughs> Certainly the shark's anus. <laughs> jumped the shark eyeballs. Um, you know, I don't think it quite jumped the shark because that would actually be interesting if it did something so. Weird, so but um, weird. it just it's it's um, there's only so many ways you can put some testicles or eyeballs on a plate. There's only so many like disgusted faces you can make. Mm. There's only so many times Ant and Deck can appear surprised at what was said. There's only so many times that Ant can deliver a line and Deck can finish with a punchline that you could see coming a mile away, which is kind of cute and charming. And I like that they have that. And it worked for a long time. And it worked for a long time. But they both look tired. Um, and the only people that want to be on there uh, probably just Nigel Farage because he's getting a lot of money and I think the audience are kind of like oh. I have never watched it I've seen clips of it you, you I haven't watched never it watched it not in full because everything about it annoys me yeah. as well I'm really annoyed today <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm going to party but it's just it's like how many like, is it the drone shots that you yeah, yeah that's shots. it then. like people crying and forcing it's just it feels like the lowest of the low of humanity like what are we achieving with it I don't know and then there's like well this side of the camp are getting a fish and mm. this side of the camp are still on like what yeah. pebbles or whatever. But everybody's leaving this year, aren't they? Like just walking out. Well, I mean, I'm walking out of my sitting room if it's on. You know, well, you, everybody's you leaving in drones. Used you watch it, huh? Used you watch it? Well, yeah, I mean, I used to enjoy. I, my daughter actually is in university now, but when she was at home, we it was a thing we'd do. We'd just, yeah, I'd sit down with her and we'd watch it and you know slag everyone off and stuff. But it was good fun. Yeah. Um, and now it just seems a little bit like they're trying, like it's real a real effort mm. by everybody to enjoy it. And yeah. Ant and Deck look like actual cartoons of themselves. Like somebody drew them. Really? You know, I don't want to be like uh, rude or, you know, talk like people. listening. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah. but it's, it's just, it's all just weird. Yeah. It's gotten weird. It doesn't appeal to me at all. It's kind of hard to put my finger on it, but for me, I'm just like, the energy is off, man. <laughs> the highest frequency is authenticity and it just isn't there for mm. me. Is that good enough? Yeah. I, yeah. Look, they also, the, the full shock at what's on the pizza. They know what's going to be on the pizza. Yeah. They've seen it every year. You'll put your hand in there. Yeah, yeah. In, in that hole. Oh my God. You mean there's something in there? Yeah. Oh, I wasn't expecting it. Yeah. What happens to them if they walk off? To, if they had a break in contract and they don't No, well, paid? it's funny. So they were saying, I at the start of it, they were saying, uh, Jamie Spears, Jamie yeah. Lynn Spears. Jamie, Jamie Lynn, Lynn Spears. Spears. She's gone now, is she? Yes, but she had to stay three days to get all her money. That was the thing. So everyone was saying she's not going to last. She yeah. she will leave. And now she didn't leave after three. 
But she I don't le- know who some of them are on it this year as well. Is that I the rarely know who, yeah. who many no. of them are. But well, I, so, I saw, the only bit I saw of it was maybe the first night or the second was that Farage was eating a pizza with all this stuff on it. <laughs> and it was like, there was a slice and it had three different anuses on it. And, oh. and, um, and, uh, but I just thought it's a bit He's like eating himself. <laughs> it's a bit like um, I was saying earlier in the week. It's like when Gillette keep bringing out new razors. Is it now with five blades? Now with six blades? Now with seven blades? Eventually, like the first time, it was just a novelty because there was an anus on a yeah. pizza slice. Like how many anuses? <laughs> like the quattro <laughs> four, yeah. four cheese pizza. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It'd be like that. You know, you don't get sick eating that stuff. Do they not get really sick. Oh, um, like, oh, actually sick. Yeah, the, I thought you were gonna get sick of it. Yeah. That's, oh, I've had too many anuses. They do. I don't know. How do know. they control? The, I'm now. I'm curious about everything. How do they control the food poisoning element of all this oh, stuff? Oh, they've got. I mean, I'm sure it's very controlled. You know, I guess yeah. you can. I just want you cook an anus through, like you know. So I always want you make sure it's at 67 oh, degrees. Um, right, <laughs> you throw right, right in the center. <laughs> yeah, you throw the anus at the wall, <laughs> and, and if the anus sticks to your wall. <laughs> You're, good, you're to go. good to go. You you dive in there and you eat oh, that anus. So many questions. Anyway, so many questions. So little time. Actually, we have to take a quick break. The hard shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan weekdays from four on News Talk. You're welcome back to The Hard Shoulder. Kieran Cudahy with you until 7 o'clock and you know what time it is. It's the last bit of the show. Ignition sequence start. This is the last bit of the show. <laughs> 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Yes, we're back for the last bit of the show. Uh, Alison Curtis, you were talking about uh, being in Galway uh, this week, which... Speaks to your love of this country, does it? It does. So I had two visitors this past week, my high college friends, sorry. I've known them for a very long time. I'm not going to say exactly how long because I don't want to date myself, but a very long time. And the three of us live in various parts of the world now. So one's in Vancouver, one's now in Southampton, actually, but was in Toronto. So as a unit, we haven't been together in... Southampton, England? Yeah, she just moved over last year. Nine years we haven't been together as a unit, whereas we were all... crew. Yeah, so we've all met individually. So it's kind of like I was saying, it's kind of like babysitting for adults because you want to put on the best show and you want to like really do a lot of fun stuff. So we decided to go to Galway and just driving there and driving back last night, I was like, God, this is just like, this is a great country. But what really made me proud is... I could see, like, they're both Canadian, and I could see, like, we get into the taxi, and I always think a taxi is a really good example of what people are like when they meet strangers in this country. And, like, we we never met the Frank Fitzpatrick, Galway, shout out to you, the driver, and I forgot the other guy's name. But, like, we just instantly start chatting, and I could see the two girls going, oh, this is, like, because it just doesn't happen in Canada. Like, it just doesn't. Like, and he and I just strike up a conversation about anything, and off we go, and we're laughing, we're giggling, we're having the crack. And I could see the two of them going, Ooh, and then like the next taxi ride, they're like, we're going to try and get in on this. I'm like, no, you're being a bit lame. Don't do that. <laughs> but I was really they're not proud. with me. I don't know who they are. <laughs> I was like, I was showcasing this country. I was like, this is why I live here, guys. This is why I've lived here for so long. It's a brilliant country and everyone's amazing. And we all know how to have fun and interact in a nice way. And there's no rules. I like that. And so <laughs> I was just really proud. And I was just all kind of bragging, like a big yeah. proud mama. Mm, <laughs> nice. Know? Yeah. Uh, had they been here before? No. Yes, one of them had. She and I actually were here before I moved here. Oh, And right. we traveled around. And then I, I moved six months later. And she's been over since. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. What about the friend who'd never been to Ireland? She was impressed. Yeah. Like she was. Like she's a pretty world traveler now. She's very, um, Canadians are can be quite structured. So she was, I had to, like we kind of, 
broke her down over the 72 hours. Like, even, like, we went to check into the hotel, and she's like, do I need my passport? I was like, no, we're not in an airport. Like, <laughs> this is fine. I'll yeah. check us in. Or everything was just worrying about, like, the next step. And then she got into one taxi, and I, because I stayed outside and I was talking to the guy, she's like, was I meant to get into this? <laughs> <laughs> just like, relax. Yes, she stop being so Canadian. Will I stay in here? I was like, buckle up, honey. We're going. Like, she just, they're so, like, they're wound up. And, like, it's great that I could go, like, you could have, this is another way of living. Don't be so wound up. And did she chill? She did. She did. Yeah, we had a great time. What were their highlights? Mm. Um, there's a pub in Galway on them. It's the blue one, I always call it. I pronounce it wrong. I think it's Tignocton. Oh, yeah. And it's, good we got, the, the highlight was getting the snug. Because whenever you get there, you're like, Ugh, like the one snug that's beside the bar. Not yeah. The and so I was like, oh, I scored this for you guys. This is yeah. going to be, this is a slice of heaven. You're going to love it. And the other highlight is I finally got in. I'm shouting out a business. The Dobros. Because the last five years, I've tried to get in there to eat. And they loved it. So it was brilliant. It was great. And I was like, look at this country. Look at this city. It's amazing. Yeah. And so small. Yeah. Like, as in, you could get to Galway. You're on the other side of the country yeah. in a couple yeah. of hours. In two hours and 22 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Even the fact that the, the street is called Shop Street. Yeah. <laughs> One street, you know, yeah. and that's where the and, shops but are. But I actually <laughs> forgot it. But thank you, Shop Street. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so, Keith, um, you're... Um, that's, that's a bit of a, you know, whatever to the... The amount of things I've seen recently, this country's gone to... Oh, Yeah. Gone yeah. to the dogs. You're gone like, to the dogs. You know, you're walking around Dublin. It's and still a lot more the, fun than Canada. Yeah, <laughs> you're walking around Dublin, you've got these like the words ringing in your ear of some friend you met going, oh, don't go up to Dublin anymore. Yeah. Oh, it's terrible. It's very dangerous. Blah, blah, blah. And you're like, yeah, yeah try, try living a little. Thank you very much, Alison. <laughs> um, you're mm, lamenting the loss of briquettes. Briquettes? What do you call them? Ah, briquettes. Briquettes. Yeah. Some people call them briquettes. The briquettes are gone. And are they? I, well, they're on the way out. Yeah. I like and I like mince really, pies, apparently. It only really hit me. This year, because I I had a bale in the shed from last year. God, yeah, you know, okay. I had one left over. Imagine having one left over. I couldn't yeah. believe it. I couldn't believe my luck. Very, go for good money. Very mild, well, very mild spring, you see. That's oh, why that was. That's why, yeah. But yeah. I, could, I should have kept it and sold it. Bricket <laughs> like by bricket. Oh, yeah. To the like a collector's item. To any Canadians that come over here looking for a bit of Ireland. But um, I used the last... <laughs> a, a processed piece of board pneumonia <laughs> bricket. Well, it'll last forever. Yeah. As long as you don't put it in the fire. Um... But I, yeah, I used my last briquettes and, and then I went, these are gone now. How these do I not know this? Say, can you not buy them anymore? I don't think so. The only ones I can buy are the sort of like the mocked up ones that, that come in from another country. And then they've got oh, the yeah. sort of the the chip, uh, wood chip, sort of compressed wood chip. And Yeah. But they're not the same. Like I had a, the perfect, every time I lit a fire with briquettes, it was an amazing fire. And I had a, the little stack, so it's two briquettes side oh, by yeah. side. Oh, yeah. Okay, look, this is good now. Yeah. What's, your, what's your process? Two briquettes side by side, <laughs> right? Okay. A little... Two parallel briquettes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Facing away from, f or like... Uh, uh, side Perpendicular on. to the room. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, so, and then you've got your uh, fire lighters in the middle. Okay. You, you, you know, you yeah. use one kind of and break it in half and stack it. Yeah. This is tight enough now, but you've got okay. air coming in, you know? Yeah. And then the other two briquettes go the opposite way, like a... But on top. Like a hash. Okay, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a stack of chips. And yeah. that's it. Okay. Yeah. That is it. No kindling in there or Never. anything? No? No need. No. All right. Works every time, 90% mm. of the time, <laughs> most of that 90%. So why is it stopping? Like, why are they... Well, you see, the bogs are going to be filled with Coca-Cola. Um. The fogs, they're letting the bogs fill back up to go back to being... They're re-wetting Swamps. Them. Yeah, re-wetting them, yeah. And uh, it's good for the environment. We'll have more 
oxygen, more carbon will be taken out of the air. I don't know. Um, but yeah, the bogs, you're not allowed to... The board mm. aren't taking any more turf out of the bogs, so that mm. means the briquette is gone. And it just only hit me, and I don't think as a country we've talked about it enough, and we haven't mourned, and it's going to hit us in 10 years, and it'll result in a terrible, terrible time for everybody. Uh, you re- Yeah, right. What do you do now? Well, I guess you, well, you don't light a fire because it destroys the environment. You're it's not bad supposed your, to light fires anyway. Bad, bad for your lungs, yes. bad for the air. Well, with That's the, the heating next bills thing, and then. the energy bills, you want a fire sometimes. Just a little open fire. We have no fireplace in our house. Mm. Mm. What's wrong with you people? Well, you see, because we, we built our house and yeah. the, you, the building regs now are, you're not meant to put fires into a new house if you build them. Oh, maybe yeah. you can still get away with it for the moment, but... I think they're bringing in the law about those little built ones that you can't... It's like coming to an end that I'm you're allowed to put them in. I'm yeah. sorry to hark back to olden days again before there was past and stuff, but <laughs> do you remember the smog in the winter? Sorry, I do. I would say this. Sometimes, you know, if you're out for a walk in the evening and you walk past a house and they're, and they're burning, which they're not meant to do, obviously, in urban conurbations, or yeah. burning smoky coal. Coal, yeah. It smells so good. It's smoky smoke. coal it does. smells it's so good. Um, as children, we used to love that smell. And now we... Cough up block, uh, black for the for the evening. <laughs> She'd be happy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, aren't you lucky? Aren't, aren't you lucky, lucky to be coughing at all? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. would, would you you'd have bogs not too far away from you though in Newbridge? Yeah, we're on the edge of the bog of Allen. So yeah. a lot of my friends, you know, have plots and would be given out and. You know, I've heard out that it's going to raise the water table. Yeah, and all that they're of not this. allowed to cut turf anymore, and they're yeah. trying to fight it. And uh, and like they never, never cut turf in secret and and burn. No, no, no one, never. no one would, no one, no one would. We would. But yeah, it's a big thing in 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 Newbridge and around the Bog of Allen. Now, where they've rewetted it though and rewilded it, it does look great. If you go down the road for me, like down to kind of Lully Moor, you know, around yeah. there, like yeah. on one side, they've they've properly rewetted. It's amazing. Yeah, it is. Amazing. Like it is. I'm 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 a fan, but I just think, and I'm I'm happy that it's gone, and and I'm sure. I'll have to stop lighting fire soon but uh, we have just haven't mourned we haven't spoken about it openly and it would be think nice to have both it would be nice to have both mm-hmm. we just can't, you yeah. can't have, in Ireland we can't we, we can't have anything nice we'll just ruin it <laughs> as we did to the bog how, how do you light a fire? Well, we would have. We had a really old Franklin okay. in our cottage, or farmhouse that we still have. And is that it like was, a, an, an, so it's a Canadian estate? A yes, brand, my Canadian a range. estate. Yeah. It's like, you know, those really huge, like, and you'd see people cooking things on yeah, top. Yeah, yeah. So dad always, and he taught my sister and I this. Okay. So you like make your newspaper little bundle yes. super tight. Yes. Okay. And uh, build up your like sticks, like kindling that has to be obviously very dry. Mm. And then you build the fire underneath it. So then the paper is burning long enough to catch to the wood. And then it just goes for a while. So that's, we would just use wood. Would you do that first thing in the morning straight away? Well, and actually, he was really, my dad was a really impressive man when it came to like money and watching things. We, the house we grew up in was huge. Like that's Canada though, it can happen. And he was watching his energy bills in the 80s It can happen. She sounds like it can happen by accident. Yeah, end up in It's like you, like you wake up in the morning and go, who put that room there? Where did that room come from? I tell people about my house. I tell people about my house and they go, oh, you guys are really rich. And I was like, no, it was one income family. But anyway, it was Canada. So he got a wood fire and he used to take the, like the wood from our cottage, cut it, like that was his thing, and he put it in, and bought a big dump truck and we'd bring it into the city, and so we heated the house with this huge wood fire thing, because he was watching oil prices in the 80s and 90s going, oh, yeah. So they sold a bit clever. of it for cash as well. You, and actually his Christmas gift to a number of family members was a truck of wood, and you oh, bring wow. them around the house. Nice. He's an incredible wow. man. Was the, oh, yeah. Did the house look big, like compared to the size of the ranch, because that was like hectares, wasn't it? 
So the house itself that I still have, I can't believe we're talking about this. It's maybe 2,000 square feet, a little bit over 2,200. But the house I grew up in. That's the sorry. That's the that's the cottage she talks that's about. Like co- I said, all oh, right, okay. Like yeah. the, li- the little cottage that I have yeah, that I said I have in Canada. Okay, but the is, house is two thousand two hundred square feet. Okay, was four thousand square feet. The house I grew up in. That's yeah. our estate. Yeah, yeah. But wow. that's Canada, that's, and that yeah, was that's, like, that's honestly, that's Canada. Canada. What else are they going to do with all that? There's, no, there's no people, only space. I should move. After that, what if a lot of Irish people moved over there? Think of the turf left in the ground over there that we could foot. Oh, yeah. They wouldn't see us coming. We'd go to town in the place. (laughs) Anyway, after that love letter to Canada and Ireland, uh, we'll wrap things up. Keith Walsh, Alison Curtis. uh, Listen, thank you both very much. Uh, Alison, I'll kind of pass on some weak excuse to people at the Christmas party. Warm regards. For you. Uh, Everybody else who is going to Christmas parties or whatever you're doing over the weekend, enjoy yourselves and we'll talk to you again the same time, Monday, four o'clock. Talk to you then. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.